Joining us now is Flores, a state senator from South Florida, from the beautiful 305. Um, she is, I'm just going to be upfront about it. She's one of my new besties. Uh, <laughs> I didn't want to give her away as one of my sources, but uh, during her last uh, year in session, I followed her closely because I knew that she would be, um, she's been integral to so many of the sessions, but it was just amazing to me seeing somebody that had been literally co-chair of two major committees um, somehow having to be term limited and you not having a wrinkle on your face. Uh, <laughs> unlike, some of, unlike some of, you know, the old days, it's like, you know, Bill Monford, you're like, yeah, that, that kind of makes sense. Uh, you've had a good run, Bill. Um, you've got like a second, a third, or fourth. You could, you could like be term limited like two or three more times. Uh, so welcome to the show. Welcome to hunkering down with Peter Shorch. Oh, thank you, Peter. And you are too kind. Indeed, one of my new besties. Um, and um, I don't know what the what the no wrinkle thing is. I want to say it's like all these, you know, the creams that I use, but I think it just comes down to genetics. Um, my mom's 70, 71, and I swear she doesn't have a wrinkle on her forehead either. It's crazy. <laughs> so it's um, so it's genetics. And, um, you know, obviously, the stress of session sometimes takes a toll, but I appreciate it. Um, and now as we are all hunkering down, um, we, uh, we got to remember to, you know, take care of ourselves physically too. And so I'm going to keep slathering the creams on my face. <laughs> Michelle tells me all the time, like, as I see her using her potions, um, she's like, this is expensive. You know, these, know. these creams, you know, neck creams and anti, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, now I know how you stay looking like, you know, she looks 10 years younger than me. Um, you know, something we were joking about last night, and this is going to come off as so bougie, but that's what this show is about, is, you know, like six weeks from now, we are all going to be needing a pedicure and a manicure. And yeah. like, we are losing that right now. And that's like one of the first, like, like pleasures that I'm already missing mm -hmm. is like, you know. Well, and then the funny way, the funny way to think about that is for, for women, you know, there's all these memes going around saying we're about three, maybe four weeks of knowing exactly what everybody's real hair color is. <laughs> <laughs> so, so in a couple of weeks, um, if we ever do actually get to walk around or at least when we're FaceTiming each other, we'll say, wait, but I thought you were blonde and, um, <laughs> they will not be blonde anymore. <laughs> I think everybody's going to have, I will say the upside, there are going to be a lot of good tans. Like, yes, people are going to, especially around here, people are going to be crispy, golden. I mean, it's going to be, and I love mm -hmm. to have some color on me. So that is, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. uh, tell yeah, the yeah. audience real quick, um, who you are, what you do, uh, give us a, a thumbnail real quick on who you are. I know who you are, but there may okay. be some people tuning in that may not. Sure thing. So I'm State Senator Anitere Flores. And as Peter alluded to, um, this was my last session in the Florida legislature, um, number 16 for me. So I spent wow. six years in the Florida House. Um, I spent 10 years then in the Florida mm -hmm. Senate. 
Um, I am also the mommy to two amazing boys. Uh, Maximo is 11. He was born when I was a member of the house. And then I have Lucas, who is eight. He was born when I was a member of the Senate. So um, I'm also a, a mommy. And then I've also got a wonderful husband, Dustin. He's from Sarasota, Florida. Um, if anyone watched my farewell speech and all those remarks that went on afterwards, um, we found a little uh, couple of Dustin fun facts. He's from Sarasota um, and is and was and continues to be best friends with Joe Gruder's from Sarasota. So we've got the Sarasota connection. Um, and then I also, I'm an attorney by education, I always say, but not by practice. Um, I've had a couple, you know, a couple different jobs, some legal jobs, when, um, but I haven't actually practiced law um, ever, <laughs> just use my, my legal skills for other things. Um, and so right now, professionally, I work for an organization that raises money for Title I charter schools across the state. Um, so Title I is um, the program that identifies um, uh, more financially needy schools. So um, especially in a time like this, it's, um, it's an important, you know, our, our pro the professional job is, is very important as well, again, for those students and families that are gonna be needing a little extra help. So that's a little bit about me. All right, so let's go back to the top. Um, can you just say your name one more time in your perfect, beautiful accent? <laughs> so I'm Anitere Flores, Flores. And actually, here, I'm going to give a fun fact to your radio listeners. Not many people know this. A lot of people ask me, like, well, what's the short version of the name? And so Anitere is actually the short version. My full name is Ana Teresita, and it's all together. And um, I always joke and say the only person that calls me Ana Teresita is my mom when she gets mad at me. And at 43 years old, now you also know my real age, at 43, she still gets mad at me and every now and then has to call me Ana Teresita. <laughs> All right, so I have the worst, like, Spanish accent in the history of the world. Um, and it's just, like, when I'm in France, I sound like I'm trying to speak Spanish. And when I'm in Spain... Mm -hmm. I try mm -hmm. to sound like I am speaking French. And so I just have basically given up on uh, trying to, it's just, it's embarrassing. It's just, I embarrass <laughs> myself. I feel as, I just feel as ugly as an ugly American can be when I like get off in Barcelona and I'm like, bienvenidos. <laughs> and I start trying my butchered Spanish, trying to get directions. So when I hear how it is supposed to, this beautiful, you know, romance language. When I hear how it's, when I hear beautiful Spanish or French or Italian spoken, it's almost like a lullaby to me. I can just hear, like, just go ahead and read the phone book. I'm fine with that. So, um, well, we may get to the point. We may get to the point where that's what we have to start doing for entertainment. You never know. Coming up in the next edition of Hunkering Down, Anna Tara Flores reads the Miami Dade phone book. Um, you did have, um, you got, I got to have, or you're going to have to, so I've already told some people, this is, you're going to have to come on like five times. Um, and okay. You're gonna have to continue to hunker down because you and I could break down the session, which ends uh, tomorrow as we're taping this. You're going to have to, are you flying or driving up to Tallahassee? Uh, you know, I am still um, determining as to whether or not I can ah. actually make it up there. Um, good, good, I good, said good. I'm, 
Yeah, as I mentioned, I have my mom is 70 and she's amazing and she's my very best friend. Um, but she's a cancer survivor um, and is a bit. And so I, I spent a lot of time caring for her as well. And so I don't want to put um, her in a position where um, if I am, you know, exposed yeah. that that I wouldn't. So I I am I'm one of those that as of right now. Um, I've gotten an excused absence from the Senate of having to vote in person. Um, I spoke to President Galvano about it, and you know he said it was fine. They still had enough people to meet a quorum. Um, and then there's going to be a there's an opportunity for us to still um, record our vote officially on the record. So while it won't count for the official vote count, it will still show on the record those of us who couldn't make it physically. Um, to get, you know, to be able to be there. Because, you know, for us being from South Florida, I, I mean, I, just speaking for myself, I think going to an airport at this time is is almost on the verge of irresponsible unless there's a real emergency. Um, and then getting in a car, you know, it's an eight-hour drive each way. Um, and, you know, you'll have to stop. You'll have to interact with people. So um, – I've I've got I've got that excused absence, um, and uh, unless something drastic changes, I'm just going to be recording my vote and not um, able to be there physically. Wow, um, I know Mike Caruso is not going. He was um, he has a little bit of concern about showing. He's not feeling well. He doesn't know if he has um, coronavirus symptoms or they are allergy related or maybe another type of influenza mm -hmm. um and so he's not coming i know a lot of people um I, I, it sounds like south florida is not going to be uh making the trek tomorrow yeah. it's kind of understandable i mean eight hour car ride for a pro forma vote um yeah i could almost it's i mean here's another podcast i could almost see where the budget gets and it's not going to happen but you just hold up the budget and say wait a second whatever we, whatever budget we just designed is probably not the same budget that we're going to have um, or that we need in maybe three to six months. Well, I do think that, um, so, uh, you know, to address that specifically, because we've gotten that question a lot, right? So sure. first and foremost, and I think that this is like the caveat for any conversation that anybody has over the next couple of weeks is, um, look, we, we're preparing and we're doing our best, but no one actually knows what's going to really, what, you know, what our country is going to look like in three weeks, right? The best um, that we can look at is that we're trying to avoid what we're seeing in Italy and in Spain and in France, right? Um, so having said that, I know that in my conversations, um, both with um, Senate leadership and with folks from the governor's office, um, they feel that as of right now, we've got enough in our, you know, immediate kind of coronavirus budget um, and then in our reserves um, to tide us over for you know, for the interim until we get to the following budget year. Now, what, what, you know, our next official revenue estimating conference is in the middle of April. And so if, you know, if the middle of April comes around and, you know, our, our you know, we're down 10% um, of what our budget is, you know, so our budget's 90 billion. So we're down, you know, five or 10%. That may have to merit us having to come back um, anything short of that right now, um, I, I don't think that we'd have to come back and do any special session as far as the budget goes. But again, all of this is, you know, you keep hearing the phrase unchartered territory. I mean, this really, really is 
uncharted territory. We don't know what what's coming next. Well, all right. So clearly, you have an answer for this. Um, when did it get real for you personally? When did coronavirus? <laughs> when when did it like? Okay, wait a second. This is not yeah. just uh, a bad science fiction novel. You know, so I would say um, two two times for me, two things. One, like it became sort of real, and then one, it became like real, real. Um, so sort of real. Is, look, I much like yourself. I'm uh, I'm an aficionado of Spain. I love um, the Spanish country. I did a study abroad there um, when I was in college. I've traveled several times. My grandparents were born in Spain. Um, so I, I love Spain. And I know and understand that the Spanish culture, the, the culture of being out and about and being social is what defines Spain much more, I would say, than any other um, Europe, you know, Western European country, even Italy, I would say. Um, and when Spain, um, probably just about a week ago, ordered finally that the country was essentially just shutting down, um, that made it very real. Um, you know, I have I have family there, I have friends there, and um, to have to be told that from one day to the next, like, hey guys, listen, there's there's no um, tapas time, there's no after work socializing, that was that was very real. Um, and then the second, and this is you know now putting on my mom hat is. You know, when the schools announced uh, yesterday that they're not going back till April 15th, that's real. You know, it means that, hey, listen, this isn't just setting up our little home school office for a couple of days. Um, this is that's the end of the school year. I mean, I don't I, I I'm sorry, but I just Michelle and I were talking about that last night. That's it. I mean, you're just not going to yeah. be able to get yeah. everything back on track. I mean, how do you get a first grader? back yeah. on track after yeah. that. And so it's, it's, it's that, I think that makes it very real um, for parents. It makes it real for, for employers because I mean, if your kids are at home, you have to stay home also. And, and so it's, you know, that is real. Now I, I, I hate to even say this, but I think there are going to be a couple of more things that'll happen over um, the next yeah. probably two weeks that will say, Oh no, no, now it's real. You know, now it's real. Um, so it's, you know, we're all I, we're all in the beginning of this, so I think we're also trying to make the best of it. I know we are. Um, I think a lot of people are. Hey, we're very blessed that we have. You know, we're in the perfect Florida weather. You know, it's the perfect time. It's not gloomy. It's not hurricane season. Um, but it's but now it's now it's real. Now it's like this is not a temporary thing. This is going to be for the next several weeks, probably several months. Okay, so. You were no fun. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. Uh, no. no, I know. Because um, I just hear you, and I was just going to think, I'm like, you really are, you've been such a cheerful person almost every time I've spoken to you. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's different than other legislative sessions past or what have you, but it was just like, I just found you to be, you know, just so upbeat, and now you're like, well, well. Um, I, I, I no, it's, it's, it's a tough time. I don't, you don't well, have to. I think it is. But what I will say is that, listen, it's, I, the way that I see it is that I think for me, at least like, look, I'm a planner. I think that people perform better. At least I know I perform better if I have a plan, if I have a schedule, if I know kind of what's coming, right? The fear of the unknown is, is one of the things that scares everybody the most, but it scares me, right? Like, are we doing this for a day? Or are we doing this for a month? I think at least for myself now, hey, I can get my mind around it. You know, right. look, we, 
it's only day three of this, right? But, you know, we got the family on a schedule, you know, and, and, and that, those things, those are things that are important for all of our psyches, right? Wake up, get dressed, have breakfast. Um, you know, we've been going on a family walk together, um, you know, come home, you know, the kids put their uniform on when they go to, when they're doing their virtual school, um, you know, and then sit and then go through school and then have a schedule for the rest of the afternoon. That's at least made me feel better. Um, and, you know, I don't know, talk to me again in a couple of weeks, maybe we're, you know, ready to, you know, I don't know what, but <laughs> so far it's for me, it was, it's real to say like, Hey, we're going to be doing this for the rest of the school year. But at least it kind of made me feel a little bit better. Like, okay, now I have a schedule and now I sort of kind of know what I'm, what's expected of me in the next, you know, couple of weeks. Okay. So get us through the next couple of weeks. I've been asking everybody for a couple of recommendations on things they should watch, things they should do, um, mm -hmm. kind of specific things, you know, yeah. obviously people are going to be spending time with their family. So do you have something a little that you'd like to share? Yeah. I mean, so look, like I, the, the first thing I'd say is that it's, this is, um, you know, we live, we, we, we've taken our, you know, family walk around the block, walk the dog, um, uh, you know, only again, only three days straight, but at least we're on a three day street. Um, so that everybody knows <laughs> so that everybody knows that we're being safe. I don't know what this means about my neighborhood, but on our family walk three days straight, we have not seen a person outside. So I, I don't know what that means about the neighborhood, but, um, you know, we're not coming into contact with anybody. You get to be outside and see, um, the sunshine. Um, I think it's a great opportunity to try and share meals together. Um, and, and that's been, you know, very good. And then on, um, you know, on the binge watching front, um, we, uh, we're late to the game on this, but we finally splurged for the Disney plus and, um, I'm almost embarrassed to say, but now I'll admit it since there, you know, I got no more secrets left. Peter is, um, my kids had never seen the star Wars movies. And so, um, so, you know, watching, uh, nine star Wars plus, plus, plus that takes up a lot of time. So we're at about, we just finished episode four and, uh, the kids seem to be enjoying it. And so, um, that's my, I think Star Wars is one of those you can rewatch over and over again. I mean, I'm a Star Wars person, so you can rewatch those over and over again. Um, but those are, uh, those have been fun to watch. And um, we're, we're still doing the, the family movie thing. I, I, I'll share one more thing. So we had the, the boys look for a movie the other day and they, um, they sat on Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> like old Alice in Wonderland. And let me tell you, watching Alice in Wonderland, now you're like, this, what kind of a movie is this about? <laughs> it's um, all sorts of psychedelic and yeah. um, strange and topsy-turvy. The kids didn't care for it too much. Um, I thought it was, it was funny to watch their reaction to it because I don't think that they thought that it, it was what they thought it would be. <laughs> I'm trying to think about all the stuff right now that like the, the kids are not being like Michelle and I were talking about it downstairs. We're like all the things, all the words they're learning right now. Like mm -hmm. you say like psychedelic, but it's like Ella's saying the word coronavirus. I didn't know what that word meant, you know? And it's like, she's having to learn these words. I, I there was a great lesson today that I, I picked up, you know, don't say self-isolation. Don't, you know, don't use scary words like that to say, like, respect other 
other children's mm-hmm. bubbles and things like that. So um, look, I, I, I'll, I'll tell you this, and you know, and, and I don't know if we're getting close to wrapping up, but but yes. if we are. <laughs> one of the things um, that I say, and and look, and and I I really am an eternal optimist, right? Um, I do believe we'll ultimately get through this. Um, I do believe that there, this is an opportunity for people to actually come more together um, than, than, than we have um, in the past. And I think for our children, for our children's generation, this will be their defining moment, right? And yes. so I really believe that this generation, they will come out so strong because this is this for them this is going to be their only reality they you know they and and i believe that they will be stronger and i believe that they will be the ones that will realize well hey listen we don't ever want to go through something like that again so what are the scientific innovations that we have to come up with the healthcare innovations that we have to come up with look the first couple of weeks are are they're scary we know it right yes. um but i think that we'll come out of this even stronger. And I have incredible faith in our kids that our, our kids are, are resilient. You know, they're, 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 they're not happy about this. That's not the right word. Um, but I see, at least in my kids' eyes, and as I talk to other parents, you see in their eyes, like the opportunities that are going to be available for them when we finally get out of this. So um, I think it'll get worse, but then it'll get way better than we ever thought. Well, then we get to end this one on a little bit of an optimistic note. I was worried there for a few moments. <laughs> um, I want you to be safe. I hope that you will come back on, um, take care of those kids, um, all the good stuff. And um, if we could just hear it one more time, I was speaking to State Senator Ani Pérez Flores.